This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, May 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Chairman challenges WOTUS enforcement. Purdue wants more pragmatic budget. FDA chief pledges food safety focus. A California farmer's fight with federal regulators over enforcement of the Clean Water Act is getting attention in the nation's capital. The chairman of the House Agriculture and Judiciary Committees believe the grower, John Duarte, is unfairly accused of violating the law by tilling along wetlands on his farm to plant wheat. The two chairmen are sending a letter to Attorney General Jeff Sessions today and arguing that the Army Corps of Engineers is ignoring congressional intent by claiming that the producer's action wasn't covered by the law's exemption for plowing and other farming practices. The letter poses a series of questions aimed in part at determining whether a legislative fix is needed. The case, quote, clearly highlights the need to keep the federal government out of America's backyards, fields, and ditches. That the word of Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway, a Republican of Texas. The farmer faces a trial this summer and a possible $2.8 million fine. Purdue, I could have shaped the budget. Farmers alarmed by President Trump's proposed budget cuts can take comfort in this. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue says the budget would have looked different had he had the chance to provide advice. Perdue, who's only been on the job a month and had no input into the budget, told reporters yesterday he would have, quote, made some suggestions that might have been more pragmatic. Perdue was on Capitol Hill two days this week fielding questions about the budget and has largely steered clear of defending specific spending cuts. Who knew? FDA's new commissioner, Scott Gottlieb, is a physician who has made a career as a health policy analyst. But it turns out he also considers himself something of a farmer. Gottlieb told a House Appropriations Subcommittee yesterday that he produces maple syrup on his property in Connecticut. He also keeps seven laying hens. He told Representative Shelley Pingree, I'm sympathetic to the concerns of small farms and producers. The Maine Democrat had just pressed him on concerns that small farmers have with implementing requirements of the Food Safety Modernization Act. She told Gottlieb, we're thrilled to know that you're an agriculturalist in your spare time. Gottlieb pledges food safety focus. Gottlieb has been on the job for less than two weeks and had little substantive to say about the budget or food safety issues during the hearing. But he promised that he would maintain FDA's focus on food safety issues, which has increased under the Food Safety Modernization Act, which was enacted in 2011. He told Representative Rosa Delario, a Democrat of Connecticut, there will be no lack of focus by me. I can assure you of that. Gottlieb served as FDA's Deputy Commissioner for Medical and Scientific Affairs from 2005 to 2007, a time when he said food programs were under-resourced and we didn't have adequate legal authorities. Thanks to Congress, we do now have much more robust authorities and resources. Mnuchin, biodiesel change makes sense. The biodiesel industry may have an ally in its effort to block biofuel imports from qualifying for U.S. tax credits. Senator Chuck Grassley, Republican of Iowa, pitched Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin on the idea at a hearing yesterday. Grassley said ending the use of the credits for imported biodiesel is in line with President Trump's Buy America policy. Mnuchin agreed, said it sounds like a good plan and we look forward to working with you on details of that. The bigger issue for now is getting the $1 a gallon tax credit reinstated. It expired at the end of 2016. 
Grassley is co-sponsoring legislation that would convert the expired blenders credit to a production credit for U.S.-made fuel. Survey finds smaller bee loss. The latest survey of almost 5,000 beekeepers conducted by the Bee Informed Partnership finds that 21% of managed honeybee colonies in the U.S. were lost over the 2016-17 winter. That's a decrease of nearly six percentage points from the previous winter and well below the 10-year average for colony losses of more than 28% during those months. Dick Rogers, principal scientist and beekeeper for the Bayer Bee Care Program in North America, said the latest results show there is reason for optimism. But Dennis Van Eaglesdorp, a University of Maryland entomologist and project director for the Bee Informed Partnership, said while the results are encouraging, it's not necessarily good news. He noted that there was a 33% loss when you look at a full year between April 16 and March of 17. This is the second lowest rate of annual colony loss recorded over the past seven years, but still represents a sizable loss for beekeepers. He said it's hard to imagine any other agricultural sector being able to stay in business with such consistently high losses. Ex-Beef Council employee guilty of fraud. A former employee of the Oklahoma Beef Council who embezzled nearly $2.7 million from the organization has pled guilty to bank fraud and filing a false income tax return. Melissa Day Morton faces up to 30 years in prison and $1 million in fines on the bank fraud charge, three years in prison, a $250,000 fine, and restitution on the tax count. The Beef Council administers the beef checkoff program in the state. U.S. corn exports to Peru continue to rise. It's shaping up to be another record-breaking year for U.S. corn exports to Peru. The South American country is on track to increase its imports from the U.S. for the fifth straight year, that according to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The U.S. has shipped one and a half million tons of corn to Argentina so far this year, nearly double the U.S. import quota. Argentina is much closer to Peru. But the 2009 U.S.-Peru trade agreement gives American farmers an edge. The over-quota tariff on U.S. corn is just $9 a ton, while Argentine corn faces duties of $48 a ton. Here's today's He Said It. This is kind of like a drought of a budget for them, and they'll deal with it. That Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue when asked if the proposed budget would hurt the administration with farmers. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, May 26th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley. <laughs>